Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio with your hosts, Rachel Archelaus and Megan Grandelmeyer. Merging spirituality and business on the Enlightenment Evolution Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of Soulfulpreneur Talk Radio. I'm Rachel Archelaus and I'm with the wonderful Megan Crandallmeyer. Hello. <laughs> it is April 7th, 2015. Can you believe it already? I can't believe we're already into April. Yeah, what an amazing well. year this has been. Yeah. So much energy. Um, so thanks for being with us. Our show offers you guests and tools to help you live a purposefully authentic and joy-filled life. We talk to people who have their own businesses who can share a little thing with you if you are wanting to go down that journey. And we also offer you lots of tips on how to live in a really aligned way so that you really get to be you. And we're very excited about that. We have Daniel Scranton with us today who has lots to offer in that department. Um, Just a few months ago, he moved to Hawaii with his wonderful wife, Lana, and they've had quite an adventure there. And we can't wait to ask him about how that's going. He's also a channel and a channeling teacher. So we'll get the full scoop with him in just a bit. If you'd like to call in and ask him a question, you can. It's 347-308-8788. And you can press 1 on your keypad when you call in to ask a question. If you don't press 1, we'll leave you alone and you can just listen. Um, And we welcome your questions about your spiritual journey um, or your spiritual business. The chat on Blog Talk is open, and you can get in there and ask us questions in there if you don't want to call in. It's also just a nice little place to say hello. And if you would like to listen to our archived shows, you can do that in many places. We are on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, and also on Blog Talk Radio. And you can listen to the live shows each week and get a little extra scoop on our blog of the past shows if you go to soulfulpreneur.com, and that is soulful with two L's. So we are part of a network called the Enlightenment Evolution Network, and there are some fabulous shows on this radio station. If you take a look on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Enlightenment Evolution Network. You can get the full scoop on all of that. And we will play you some announcements at the end of the show so you can get to know each host and what each show offers. So any opinions expressed on our show by us or our guests does not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Enlightenment Evolution Network, though we are all a bit weird and odd (laughs) in our own ways. (laughs) Right, Megan? <laughs> yes, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. That made totally. me laugh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I deserve it in there. I love how how diverse we all are. Um, yeah, so that's that's the housekeeping stuff. Um, Megan, do you want to say anything before I introduce Daniel? Um, let's see. 
I don't have anything in particular. I'm excited to talk to Daniel and and uh, learn more about living in Hawaii and all that. So we can just jump right in if you want. Awesome, yeah. So Daniel has been a verbal channel since 2012. He has done dozens of live and online group events and private sessions with people all over the globe. In fact, Daniel and I just taught a class about spirit guides uh, about a week ago. The Creators, the Hathors, Archangel Michael, Archangel Gabriel, Ophelia the Fairy, and the Unicorn Collective are entities that have contracted to work with Daniel in guiding us through the exciting and turbulent times we are experiencing at this time of the shift. Um, He has a fabulous little free service, too. He sends out a daily channeling every single day if you're on his mailing list. So you can go to danielscranton.com and sign up on, it's a little bit down the page on the right. Just put your little email address in there and you can get a daily channeling. It's definitely a wonderful thing to wake up to. So why don't we bring on Daniel and he can tell us himself how awesome his channelings are. <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> Hello, Daniel. Hi. Can you hear him? No. I have myself muted. That's why. <laughs> ah, there we are. <laughs> I wasn't sure familiar? if you guys kept me on hold or not, so I thought, oh, my God, I'm making so much noise. I'm, I better mute myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello. Good How morning. You know, that's or what, good afternoon. There's that Connecticut good politeness coming afternoon through. Afternoon for you. What's that? <laughs> so there's that Connecticut politeness coming through. Yeah. <laughs> yes, well, happy afternoon to Megan, happy noontime to me, and happy morning to you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're we're spanning the globe here. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, by the way, I've been channeling since 2010. Um, so you said 2012. I think, um, I don't know what, I don't know, 2012 what happened, but... Maybe that was just a typo or something. Oh, I, I was reading it off of your about me. I thought I said ten. Oh, okay. Interesting. I heard twelve. Interesting. That's I heard the second 12. time that happened to me today. So I'm yeah. getting some signs here. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was thinking, I think it's longer than 2012, but. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love how this yeah. world as a mirror works. It's pretty interesting. So how has life been treating you, Daniel? What is your mirror looking like these days? <laughs> well, um, it just keeps getting better, actually. Um, you know, we made the decision to move to Hawaii, which was about a year ago we made that decision. And uh, we had uh, four pets to bring over, so we had to do all these things with our pets and fill out all these forms and pass all these tests and have all these shots and they gave us a date they said you can move on November um, not no, not November 11th that would have been great uh, <laughs> November 8th <laughs> um, so when we heard November 8th was the date we could move we, we booked our plane tickets for November 8th and then sold everything um found a place where we could stay when we got here and then just uh, arrived 
on Hawaii with, without any place to live for longer than five days. And um, eventually, it didn't take long, actually, for us to find this uh, geodesic dome that we're living in now. And um, we got so excited. But we, we initially said, we're going to stay on the Big Island for like six months, maybe a year, maybe two years, but not not for very long. And then we got here and we loved this house. And we thought, oh, my God, we could stay here. We could buy this house. Because the cost of living on the Big Island is really cheap. But then um, we realized it's not it's not really what we want. So now we're moving to Maui. So we're, we're like uh, one month and 18 days away from Maui now, which is really exciting. That is exciting. And what yeah. about Maui brought you... To that decision. Oh my God! It, this is one of those things where, you know, the universe is totally just orchestrating, and and because we thought we wanted to move to Kauai eventually, we we spent a week on Kauai last year. We loved it. Uh, we have a, a really good friend who spends a lot of time there. He's probably going to move there eventually. Um. There was a cool little spiritual community that we got hooked into. We know Maribai Devi already, and um, she's a great spiritual teacher over there with a great following. And so um, it seems like everything was lining up for Kauai. Um, but the challenging thing about Kauai is it's so small that when you go and look for places to rent, there's only like one or two places that come up literally on the whole island. Um, so, anyway, so that's Kauai, and Maui, I have a, a friend who came to one workshop of mine in Southern California, and she's um, been living on Maui since, I think, August of last year, and she said to me, oh, you should come over, and I'll set up a workshop, and, and um, you don't have to do anything, you just show up, and I was like, great. But uh, I'm happy to do that. So it just so happens that my friend, uh, Melissa is her name, she was working in PR and marketing for 30 years uh, before she quit all that and moved to, to Maui. And uh, so she and she's just a social butterfly, total high vibrational person who's meeting tons of people over there. So she's the perfect person to do all this for me. And we even had the workshops in her uh, house where she's living. And I've done three workshops over there now, and they've been well-attended and well re- I've been well-received. And um, the whole time I'm over there, uh, I'm thinking, Maui is freaking great. I want to move to Maui. Like, this is awesome. But I, but I knew Lana, my wife, was really into Kauai. So I was just uh, not saying anything about moving to Maui um, because I didn't, I I would never want to like convince her or talk her into something like that and then have us get there and have her not like it. So, so I'm on Maui. This is the second of my third trip that I've taken there since December. And um, she texts me one morning, the morning before my workshop and says, I have big news. Call me. And so I call her and she says, we're moving to Maui. <laughs> <laughs> she 
she had done a tarot reading that morning at the farmer's market, um, and the guy told her, you know, Maui's the place for you. Maui's where you need to be next. Because she asked the, the guy, uh, should we move somewhere else on the Big Island? Because we, we had thought about staying on the Big Island past um, our lease coming up on this house and um, mo- just moving to a different part of it. Uh, but it's not as exciting to us to do that. It's more exciting to move to Maui. And um, it's just so many great things are going on on Maui. It's it's incredible. This amazing restaurant just opened up. It's mostly raw food. It's all organic. It has just incredibly low prices and great ambiance, great people working there. And, like, I want to go there every day, you know, um, and – there's so much more of the island for me to explore still and for Lana to explore because we, we've only, she's only been there for three days. And when we, we went there um, in May of last year, what we did is we arrived at the airport, we got a rental car and we drove straight to Hana Mm. and we stayed in Hana for three nights. And Hana is, is very far removed from everything else. Yeah, it's very different there. It's definitely not a representation of Maui. Right. So we thought, well, Maui's great because we we found, you know, our little um, spot there in Hana that was fantastic that we loved, but but it wasn't practical to live there at all. You know, it's because it's so, it's like saying I want to live in Big Sur, you know. I mean, Big Sur is great, but you're far, far, far from anything, you know, even like getting food would be, well, not in Hana though. Hana, you'd be fine for food because, oh no, farms is right there. But Mm -hmm. um, anyway, yeah. So now we know Maui's the place and it's, it's just, now it's down to like, well, let's see what lines up for us now with where we're going to live and, um, whether we're going to rent or buy or what's going to happen over there. So, but I know that we're, we're already hooked into the spiritual community over there, which is fantastic. And I know, you know, the part of Maui that we want to live in, which is like right in the, right in the center, North shore. Um, well, it's kind of, it's either North shore, depending on whether it's, um, on the beach or it's considered up country, the area where we want to be but very central to the whole island. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I get to see yep. you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're going to be there in June. Yep. Yay. You know, things are lining up even that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's kind of a funny story, too, because the, the last few times I've been there, um, really good friends of mine have just so happened to be traveling to Maui. So I've gotten to spend time with people that I know from Southern California and even and someone from Northern California too. So three friends that have just happened to be traveling um, were on Maui in the same area where I was um, the past couple of times. So that was really, just the alignment of that was fantastic. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I've been wondering about intentional communities lately, and yeah. if you've looked into that or if you have an opinion on that, um, I'd love to know. Well, I, 
I've always, you know, it's funny you ask because in 1999, that, that was my first trip to Hawaii was to stay in an intentional community for raw fooders. And I thought that that's what I wanted then. Um, then that was, before, you know, way before I started channeling. So I didn't, I didn't have a business that I was running. Um, and since then, I've often thought, that an intentional community would be a, a cool place to live too, but um, I've spent a little bit of time in intentional communities, not a lot, but enough to know that um, it's not conducive to what I do really. Um, it, now, I say that, and yet I understand that there are there's a, such a broad range of what you can find in an intentional community, you know, it from like Lana has actually lived in one in Denmark where all of them slept in the same room. Um, <laughs> so like that's one extreme. And then there are other places I've seen online where it seems like you'd have your own little dwelling and everything. And, um, you know, maybe you share the kitchen area or something. Uh, it, it would all, you know, all of that would, depend for me on whether I could um, have enough quiet and enough of internet and cell phone connection to make it work for my work, you know. Um, mm -hmm. So I, you know, I think that if someone's interested in exploring that, um, then definitely go on the Intentional Communities uh, website, which is ic.org, and just see what's out there because there's tons of places especially in Hawaii where you can live and uh, you know community with other people <laughs> other like-minded people they're usually based on some sort of philosophy so that's you know that's usually what they're based upon and um, it, if you found the right situation I'm sure it could be great Mm -hmm. But I, yeah. right now, it's not something I'm looking into uh, for us because I just, I really like the idea of having my own space, especially with, with the way that I eat. Like, um, it's even hard to share a kitchen with one other person, you know, um, <laughs> who's always like eating my fruit and stuff. You know, like I'll go and I'll buy enough fruit for myself for the week, and then it's like gradually disappearing, and and I'm like, oh. I, I really, I'm, not only do I eat um, all organic and all raw, but I need, like, fruits that hydrate me. Because even here, I still feel like I'm, like, I'm thirsty a lot. <laughs> I constantly try to give my body enough uh, hydration, and the, the, the juicy fruits are so important for that. Very interesting. Yeah. I love that because there's this theme going around of like simplification and Megan has felt it too. Um, and so there are options, you know, there's like what Philip is doing and uh -huh. selling everything and buying an RV and there's selling all your stuff and moving to your preferred location like you did and living in an intentional community. And I think there's so many great options nowadays for people who are feeling that that urge to really live a simpler life, but live more in alignment with what they actually want, you know? Oh, yeah. I When I was uh, living 
in Southern California, there were times when I considered um, living in a van or, and I had friends who lived in a van. Um, I considered living in an RV. I considered buying like a little plot of land and putting a yurt up on it. And just, you know, the desire to live simply has been uh, within me for a while now. Um, so, Daniel, do you consider yourself a minimalist? When it comes you know, my to... guest on the show last night, because I have a, for those of you who don't know, I have a talk show on this network, too, that's on Monday nights. And I had a guest on, and, and he he said he used that word to refer to himself, so that's a synchronicity right there. Um, I guess, uh, I don't know, I, I, I guess I would in the sense that, um, I don't really need much um, in terms of things, and I like a, cut, a clutter-free environment, which is really funny for me to say because I used to sell uh, DVDs, CDs, books, and video games on, uh, and even VHS movies online, and I used to have thousands of them in the house uh, not not the house, the one-bedroom apartment that my wife and I, my first wife and I lived in. And, um, oh, my God, I was such a, you know, I, I was the, the one responsible for all the clutter in the, in the place. And um, then once I moved on from that business, I, I got to uh, experience not having all that stuff, and I really love not having a lot of stuff around. There's something that's really soothing um, to me uh, to have that lifestyle, that that living space where, you know, it's pretty uh, open. Yeah, I think it kind of makes room, right? Like for, for a lot of things, for opportunity. It's like the physical versus the, the non-physical. It's like just... Simplifying your space, I think, just gives you room to breathe, to think, and mm. for new new things to come in. I've noticed that when uh, I've had, had something in a house, uh, place where I've lived, um, up like a, like there was an ironing board up in one of the uh, apartments I used to live in in Boston, and uh, I remember when that ironing board was removed, suddenly every time I walked past that spot, I just felt such relief that there wasn't something there. It, it was really like a, a visceral feeling of, like, of uh, oh, this is so nice now that, that I, I can walk more freely in this space. <laughs> and it's really, so it is really interesting how the, uh, the space we're in and what's in it physically affects us and how we feel. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I feel like I knew more about feng shui or however you say that because I think there's a yeah, lot you to said that. It right. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot energetically to, you know, you can't really live absolutely nothing. And we, in this day and age, we all enjoy having a computer and it's a little more comfortable to sit at a desk than on the floor. But, um, yeah, do you know much about feng shui or is that something that's a part of your life? I know. Mm. And so, <laughs> I, I is she rearranging? Not, no. uh, sometimes, sometimes she she thinks you know she talks about it, and sometimes you know. Now she's the one who's 
way messier than me, so that it's kind of funny to be on the flip side of it now, where I used to be the the one in my previous uh, relationship where I was the the messy one. <laughs> now it's more her, but but occasionally she'll get like inspired and rearrange things and clean the whole place, and it, and it's always amazing when she does. That's cool. Yeah. So what is moving like? I mean, is it, was it a big pain? Was it, I mean, I know it's oh, worth God. it, but how was that <laughs> for you to deal so with it? It would have been so much easier without all the pets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's just been so, so simple without all the pets. But, you know, I'm so glad we have them in our lives. I mean, it's like we have four, so um, that's a lot of beings to, uh, to have with you, and that would be a lot of beings to give up. So uh, I'm so glad we did it, but um, it, it's challenging, especially if you have to get on a plane. Well, actually, it might be easier to get on a plane with them than to uh, drive in a car with uh, three cats in crates, you know. Um, yeah. So, but uh, all in all, I would say... Um, the move went really, really well. And things, you know, things sold that I never expected would sell and things that we uh, really needed to sell, like my car, um, because we we didn't want to spend $1,000 to ship a car. You know, it's like that would just be like throwing $1,000 away, essentially, when, when you can always just buy another car where you on Hawaii. So... Um, yeah, so selling the car was great, and now we both have our own cars, and um, the cars that we have now are are roomier. Um, they're not quite SUVs; they're like they're called wagons, but they're they're Kia Souls. If you've ever seen them, they look like a mini SUV. So it's going to make the next move a lot easier to have these two cars that have more space. Um, but anyway, yeah, it just. So when we got here, we had all the money from selling all of our stuff, and that was really great. That that made us feel like we could breathe a sigh of relief, you know. And and then when we um, were looking at this place, and there was another couple of people that were interested in it, and because we had this chunk of change sitting in the bank account from all the stuff we sold. I could just say to the landlady, you know, look, if it helps uh, put us at the top of your list, I could pay you six months in advance. And she just lit up when I said that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and yeah. I sometimes I surprise Lana with things like that. Like, I didn't tell Lana that I was going to say that before I did. And uh, sometimes uh, she gets impressed by things like that that I pull out of my <laughs> my hat, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. So if you were going to give advice to someone wanting to do what you did, yeah. what would you say? Follow your heart for sure. Um, you know, don't be too logical about it because if you get too logical about it, you might... Uh, think your way out of it. Like for me, I I thought, okay, so I want to um, 
moved to Hawaii. I've wanted to move to Hawaii for, you know, since 1999. And when I saw all the different things we had to do for our pets, I thought, uh, uh uh-oh, this is all all these things I don't want to do. I don't want to give my my cat shots. And and it just seems like it was complicated. It seemed like there there were so many things that, you know how sometimes when bureaucratic things are, are in writing, they can look really, really complicated, um, just by the language they use and all the all the contingencies and caveats and things. And so I was like, I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed by the whole thing, and you know, I almost talked myself out of it, but. The great thing about it, uh, all of that, is that, number one, I had a partner who wasn't going to let me do that. And <laughs> and I and I also um, spoke to a psychic who said, uh, no, you're just, because I said, is this, does this mean that we're not supposed to move because I'm, because of all this stuff that's like, seems like a roadblock or an obstacle? And she said, no that's not what it means, you're just getting in your head about it. Um, and what wound up happening was uh, our friend, our, our mutual friend, Nora Harold, um, introduced me to a wonderful vet who came to our house, first of all, which is great when you have four animals. She came to the house, didn't charge any ex- anything extra to come to the house. She gave us the rabies shots, but she gave all of our animals... Uh, well, I don't think Corey needed any. No, Corey didn't need any. But all the cats, uh, a quarter of the normal um, of the dosage that they that they require that you give, mm-hmm. all of, you know, in order to for it to be a legitimate thing. They, you know, there's no there's like regulations when it comes to that. And and she was like, you know, she doesn't believe in the rabies shot, but she still administers it because she knows that certain people want it and need it and so what she does it in a way that's more humane you know she she gives them a, a an an 8 pound cat logically to give an 8 pound cat the same dosage that you're giving an 80 pound dog makes no sense you know they don't mm. need the same amount of that stuff in their system as the 80 pound animal so so she gave our little cat's quarter of the shot, and um, and so I was really happy about that because they didn't seem affected by it at all. You know, they didn't, they weren't like groggy, and you know, they, they didn't seem unhappy or affected by the shots at all. So, so things like that lined up for us to make it easier to do. And and you know, the what I eventually did was I said to myself, okay, I only have to do all this one. I I'm only can do one thing at a time. So that's all I have to think about. I don't have to think about all the things I have to do for the pets. I just need to focus on what I need to do next. And that's the, the approach I took, and um, I got it all done. So Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. so do you want to switch gears and talk about what it's like for you um, to be teaching channeling I know you have a class later today right 
Yes, I do. Awesome. Uh, well, I have a class at 6 p.m. Pacific, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern tonight, um, where anyone can join from anywhere because it's uh, you can join by calling a phone number or you can jo- join by going on your computer and listening in and typing in your questions. It's totally up to the people how they want to interact. Um, I know some people are on their computer and on the phone at the same time. But, um, yeah, my channeling classes, it all started when I think it was like the end of 2013, around December, somebody said to me uh, that they wanted to learn to channel and they would love for me to be the one to teach them. And at that point, I had not taught channeling before. So um, I said, sure, I'll do it. And um, I taught her a couple times and realized I really liked it. And then I just started offering it. First, I just offered it to individuals, and I still do. I still offer uh, an hour one-on-one session uh, lesson for anyone who wants to learn to channel. Um, and as I've been doing it, you know, I've been, uh, getting new ideas, getting new downloads and, and uh, having these inspired thoughts about new ways I can teach, new things, new things I can include in the, in the class. And so it's been a lot of fun and channeling is something that's so, near and dear to my heart that I I just love doing it and uh, I love seeing people blossom in that way and I've had two former clients go on to uh, do it professionally and another one who she has a 9 to 5 job but if she didn't she could totally be doing it professionally too Um, and I'm sure there are others out there who could be doing it Oh, yeah, I can think of one more who, she's a yoga instructor, but she also does um, readings for people. So it's um, it's it's something that a, a person has thought about doing as a career. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely doable, no matter where you are in your journey. Wonderful. We just got a question from the chat asking if you are doing readings. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, oh, today, maybe. Is that what they meant? Probably. Probably. Well, we'll you know, whatever you guys want to do, if you want me to channel later, I'll channel. Um, is your show going to be just an hour? We normally have it um, for just an hour, but um, we we do sometimes go over. Megan, what do you think? Yeah, it just depends on if we have, um, you know, callers with questions. We Sometimes we will go a little longer, if that's okay with our guests. Okay. It's okay with me. If you guys want to, um, I'll channel once we're done chatting for whoever sure. wants Great. to ask a question. Yeah. Great. So, Daniel, when someone wants to learn to channel, obviously there has to be some sort of entity out there that – wants to work with this person. So how does that work, and and how do you know that you're connecting to something positive? Do you feel that people who are called to take the class, it's almost like they're being prodded by 
the being that wants to work with them? I would say so. I would say that's true for all desires that we have. I think there's there's always uh, a birthplace for that desire that's coming from some aspect of the person that knows that that's hmm, that's part of their journey or that's part of the something that they've they've already. Uh, in some ways manifested and are just lining up with. I mean, it's the whole process of of having a desire and a manifestation is really interesting because what, what we get when we get that inkling to do something or to have something or be something, it's like, where, where would that come from? Uh, is, Is it an intuitive hit that a person's getting that this is a part of their future? And I think that that's, the case when it comes to channels and and I I also think that um, there's no shortage of beings out there to channel I mean you can channel your higher self which of course um, is right there so you don't really have to worry that there's nobody out there who would want to speak through you um, mm-hmm. for sure for sure there's uh, plenty of beings and um uh, how do you know if they're, they're they have a, a good intention or not? I would say, do you have good intentions? Um, if you have good intentions, then you're going to align with beings that have good intentions. Um, and I would just say that don't if well, it's tricky because if you already have a fear that you're going to connect with a being that's not um, of the highest frequency of love and light, then then it's it's probably a good idea for for you to explore the, that fear and uh, integrate that fear rather than just try and dismiss it and say, oh, I'm, you know, like, I have this, I, I, I'm afraid, but I'm going to do it anyway or something like that because you probably have a past life memory of something or... It, that's probably what that is. You know, it's coming again. That fear is coming from somewhere. It's not just mm-hmm. out of the blue. I I never had it, so I never worried about it. Because one thing, you know, when you it depends on your background too. Just in this lifetime, because my background was that I spent uh, years going around the, the entire world uh, with the Abraham Hicks crowd, and you know they're there's hardly ever any talk of anything negative when it comes to uh, their teaching. So I never worried about it. Um, And honestly, um, I guess, you you know, it's like I have a fear of sharks, but I don't have a fear of that. So uh, I don't know. But I always tell people to state their intention before they channel. Um, And if you state an intention that you want to connect with the being, uh, a high frequency being of love and light, then, then really that's all you can access. Mm-hmm. If you hold a high frequency, and, and that's what channeling really is all about—is holding a high frequency. So uh, when you hold a high frequency, things of a lower frequency don't have access to you. Uh, beings of a, a lower frequency they would have access to people who were dabbling in, like, black magic or something, you know, because it's something that's 
that's intentional intended to be manipulative or you know to be to not be of service to you all then I think when you dabble in that realm that's what you get but um, you keep the frequency high and the intention is good and that's what you'll get cool yeah I think on a similar note like like I had a really what most people would call negative experience with all this stuff in my teen years and um I believe, you know, I chose to go through that for my highest mm-hmm. good. So even if something, you know, quote-unquote bad does happen to you, it's it's only serving you. So Right. Um, good point. You know, yeah. So there's really nothing to be afraid of. If something like that has been, you know, planned for you, by you, you'll go through it and, and figure it out on the other end too. So. Yeah, exactly. So no one would... No one who's ever met Rachel would say that Rachel's holding a low frequency, but at the same time, you know, it's it's what you do with the the experience that you have, and um, and I'm sure that that helped you integrate some things that make you the wonderful psychic and teacher that you are today. Oh yeah, absolutely. And just to be clear, I mean, I was very depressed at the time, so. Uh, um, my parents were getting a divorce. I had just moved to a new place for high school. I didn't know anyone. And and so my world was kind of shaken. Um, and that was part of it. I don't know if I would say I had a really low frequency, but I wasn't actively working on it either. I was very unaware of that word even. So, um, so yeah, if if people are listening to this call, they're a lot more advanced than I was then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, how can people get to your channeling class if they want to sign up for later? Do they go to danielscranton.com? Danielscranton.com. And then you can go forward slash learn. That'll take you right to the page. Or if you go to danielscranton.com and you click on the events tab, um, if you actually just put your mouse pointer on it, then there'll be a drop-down menu and you'll see, oh, there's the Learn to Channel group class. And you click that and that also will take you right to the the sign-up page. Um, Yeah. Is that easy? (laughs) Awesome. So we do have a couple people here with questions. And if you want to call in, and I think Daniel will do some channeling soon, you yeah. can call 347-308-8788 um, and press 1, and we will pick up. <laughs> I, You know, I, last night I was wondering, I was doing my show, and I had all these callers. I had like 10 callers, and I'm like, I didn't see any uh, one raising their hand, and I, I, won- I had totally forgotten because it had been a couple weeks since I had seen it, I forgot what it looked like when someone raised their hand. And they they changed the uh, dashboard there uh, at Blog Talk. And I was wondering, you know, I wonder if it's different now, what it looks like. And it looks like a little question mark um, instead of a little hand going up. And I, it was just funny because it had been so long, I had forgotten what it looked like <laughs> since I had <laughs> someone raise their hand. That's so funny. Yeah, I didn't even notice the change. 
It just kind of happened. Yeah, the dashboard, it just looks a little fancier now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I'll, uh, uh, for those of you who don't aren't familiar with my channeling, <clears throat> it's going to take a couple minutes to uh, to start talking for my guides. And um, during those couple minutes, you're going to hear uh, some tones. Those tones are not me uh, deciding that these are the tones that connect me to my guides. Those are the tones that they bring through me. So the the toning is actually a channeled experience as well. And um, there's a lot of uh, overtones in there. And so if you just uh, sit back and enjoy the toning, um, it'll put you in a different uh, vibrational uh, frequency as well, and then we'll all come together and have uh, an experience with my guides. And I don't know who's going to come through. Oh, very moment. exciting. <laughs> yeah. 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 here for you. Welcome to our vibration. We are the creators. We are a 12th dimensional collective beings who are here to assist you. Uh, 
during your shift and also with your lives and what you are living there on your world. We are teachers. We have much to offer all of you. And we enjoy connecting with you. We enjoy this experience. It is as wonderful for us as it is enlightening for you. So we are excited to connect with those of you who have questions for us. Uh, We will get right to the questions now uh, because we don't really have anything that we want to share with all of you at this moment. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you for for taking the time to join us. Yeah. Uh, Well, we do have um, someone that has been waiting a while here to ask a question, and they may be coming through Skype because there's no phone number, so I'm going to just open up and say hello. 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 Hi. Hi, this is Carolyn. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Carolyn. Hi. Do you, Lovely do you have a question for Daniel? Yes, I do. Thank you so much. Um, I would like to know if a few contracts are coming for my clients next week. <laughs> Could you elaborate a bit on the question? Well, yes. These are, I represent uh, many authors that are spiritual and are here to impact the world. Um, Not me, they are. (laughs) I tried. But I would like to um, spread their their voices across the world. So what I'm doing is submitting um, their books to top publishers in the world. And I'd like to know if one of them, I'm really excited and manifesting for one for next week. Yes, wonderful. Well, we appreciate what you are doing and what they are doing. And we want you to know that the impact is felt. The impact is already felt. Just by putting the words down on paper, regardless of whether anyone would ever then read the words, they are having an impact on your world just as a thought has an impact on your world, whether anyone else is aware of what you are thinking, whether you say anything out loud or put anything down on paper about that thought, it is having an impact. So, you can breathe a sigh of relief about that and know that their work, what they have already done, is having an impact and you are having an impact as well. Your intention to spread the work that they have done and to be of service is having an impact on this world of yours. So we want you to relax into the knowing of that now. And as you relax into the knowing of that, then you take some of the pressure off of yourself for needing to manifest a contract for a publishing deal. And as you do that, then more doors can open up. 
more possibilities than you can even imagine at this time uh, will find their way to you for getting this work out there for others to see and read and appreciate. Because when others do get the books in front of them and see them and feel the vibration that the authors have infused into those books, then they get to carry that knowing and that high-frequency vibration consciously. So we can say to you that there is a strong possibility for something coming through in terms of a contract, and there are also other doorways opening up that you have not yet considered. So Mm. remain open to all the different ways in which these books can get in front of their audiences. Uh, If you put all of your eggs into one basket and you put all of your hopes on that one basket, then what happens is you are unable to see all the other opportunities that are in the periphery that are available to you. So the first thing that we would say to you is just relax into the knowing that these authors are making their impact, that there are many different possibilities available that have not yet considered, and that even with all that being said, there is still a very strong possibility that one of these authors will receive an offer from a publishing company. Yes, I I see the possibilities. Now I'm open, uh, which film, television, so I thank you, thank you, because I'm actually open for everything. And I thank you for your lovely message. I am very blessed. Thank you again. We would also offer this suggestion that any one of these authors or even all of them could create a course based upon their book. So a way of teaching what it is that is in the book. Yes. And that any one of them could start offering this course to people Uh, who would then, of course, become more aware of the book. I have, yes, that's a plan as well, but uh, somehow I like secondary. (laughs) But uh, that's the plan. I like to take them as well across the world uh, to have live events so they can teach what they're writing. Yes, yes, and there's no need for you to wait for someone else in a publishing company to affirm what they are doing and say, yes, this is good, before the course is created, before the next action steps are taken. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. You gave my... Thank you. You just... Oh, my gosh. I thank you for... I knew there was something I was missing. There was like a missing link. Yes. (laughs) Thank you, because I really um, I recognize um, exactly what you mean. Thank you, thank Very you, thank good. you. Very good. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, thank Carolyn, you, Carolyn, for calling in. That was 
Great, yeah. <laughs> thank you. I'm very blessed. Uh, thank you for taking uh, your time as well. I, I, this is my first time on the show, but it will be not. It won't be my last. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you, creators. We do have another question from someone who um, wrote it in the chat room. It's Princeton Ballerina, and she is wondering if there is a financial shift regarding her business within the next week. I don't have more details, though. You and to the situation itself, if you, again, just as with the previous caller's question, if you relax and become more open and do not place a time restriction on it, then you can see more immediate results, which is the irony of it is that when you take the pressure off, when you stop insisting that something happen within a certain time frame and you relax into your present moment, that is when more doorways can open up. That is when more possibilities can present themselves to you. So all of you are very excited to learn about the fact that you are creating your reality, that you are the ones who get to call the shots, so to speak. And when you get that knowing, when you embrace that teaching, then many of you get very specific about what it is that you want and how it is that you want it and what color and what size and what shape and so on. And when you do that, you place restrictions on what then you are capable of seeing, what you are capable of perceiving in your reality, because there's a possibility of becoming a little too fixated on what it is that you are specifically wanting to manifest. So we say to you, take the time frame of a week off of your question and know that if you have a desire for a shift financially, then you are already tapping into that shift. You are already in the process of attracting it. And when you are in the process of attracting something, you are either elongating the time frame, or you are shortening the time frame in which it will make its way into your reality. It is That part of it is one of the biggest pieces of your creatorhood, is whether or not you are allowing something to happen in its most appropriate time, or whether or not you are insisting that something happen in your time frame. So, relax and breathe and be present and know that 
from our perspective, from the perspective of the universe itself and all of these different forces that are in place and that are driving the manifestation train to all of you, there is no time. There is no week. The the week is not something that we perceive. So, let go of that time frame and know that you are the one who is creating an experience of time where you are. So if you are thinking right now about your week and you are thinking about all seven days that comprise that week and you are giving yourself an experience of time in that way, you are not really tapping into the power of your present moment because your present moment has no week. Your present moment just exists. And as you stay present and you focus on the present rather than on the concept of the week, then you have more power. You have more of an ability to tap into the energy that you want to manifest. So you want to manifest a particular frequency. You want to experience more energy. That is really what you are asking for. And the only place you can do that is in your present moment. You cannot do that in a week right now, you see. So access more of the energy that you are and allow more of that energy to flow through you and you will experience more energy coming back to you. But release all concept of time as you do so. So then you are not checking your calendar and checking your watch and waiting for something to show up within a certain time frame. So that is our answer. Thank you. Thank you, creators. I think that living here on Earth, the concept of no time or that there isn't linear time is really challenging for for people. Yes. Well, you have the experience now of time enough. You've, You've created an experience now of time. So now you are constantly being redirected back to your present moment. And in your present moment, there is no time unless you are looking at a clock as you are in your present moment. But, so, this is the other side of the duality that you experience. You experience time and you experience no time. And as you have had your experience of time and you recognize that when you are in that cycle of time, you tend to be less present, you tend to tense up more. This is the opportunity that you are giving yourselves now to have a different experience of reality. To have the timeless experience of reality is one that is on the other side of what you have been experiencing. And it is a choice. 
you can still choose from where you are to be a part of a linear time concept or you can choose to be timeless and uh, ultimately present in every moment. Mm. Excellent. Well, here we have the need for time. I think it was um, another guest we had on the show said really all time is on Earth is the organization of solar data, which I loved. Um, But so, um, you know, here we we use time because if, if two humans want to meet and have a conversation, we use time to have that moment happen where they both know to focus their attention on each other and maybe even physically be in the same space. So what is it like in other dimensions? (laughs) It's a pretty broad question, but... (laughs) Well, we want to say to you that when you make an appointment like that, you then set up the intention for you and the other being to connect. So you are intending to connect with this other being. Now that doesn't mean, just because you set a time, doesn't mean that it will happen, necessarily. Because one of you might be late, or one of you might uh, have gotten something mixed up about the time, may have misheard the time that you were supposed to connect, uh, or have calculated the difference in time zones uh, incorrectly. So there's no guarantee when you make that intention that it will happen, but that is essentially what you are doing when you make an appointment with another person. And you can continue to uh, feed that intention to connect with the other person, or you can be fixated on how much time you have left between now and the appointment time and give yourself an experience of of that amount of time uh, for yourself. It all depends upon you and how you would like to approach your life. Now, from our perspective, from where we exist, there is still a desire to connect but there's also an openness to when that happens. So there's more of a flexibility. So if we want to connect, we put it out there and know that it will happen in the most appropriate moment. Of uh, It is much more immediate here, of course, when that intention is put out, but... Uh, there's no rush for anything to happen. So that makes it a lot easier. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Um, So I have a question, um, which is, do you have some thoughts for me on, on seeing more creatively? I've been working with photography and I'd love, yeah, your suggestion (laughs) on, on seeing um, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that my love of photography has been revived in the past year, um, but I think sometimes I experience creative blocks. 
Yes. Well, open yourself more to what it is that you want the photographs to invoke, mm, what types of emotions, what types of feelings do you want to have and do you want others to have when you look at the photographs and think less of, in terms of what you will take pictures of and how and at what time of day and all that and tune in more to the feeling that you want to experience and that you want others to experience as they look at your photographs and perhaps then you will get inspired to pick up your camera and take a picture of a particle of dust or something that you had never considered taking a picture of before. And perhaps you will get inspired to do something else altogether that has nothing to do with photography, but that still gives you the experience of those emotions and those feelings and sharing those emotions and feelings with others in ways that you had not yet considered. Hmm. Okay. That's great. Thank you. Yeah. Rachel, do you have a question for the creators? I do. I'm so glad that you're here, creators. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I have big plans this year. I have a lot of excitement around sharing um, this tool that I teach called intuitive drawing. And and I think wanting to get it right is is blocking some of my energy from coming out. Like I want to write a book and I want to teach classes, but I find yes. myself procrastinating a little bit because I, I'm afraid of not doing it the right way, which is silly, but can you offer any any advice on how maybe I can move past that? Yes. Well, first of all, we would say stop trying to move past it and just accept okay. that you are where you are. You are in a place now where you are ready to receive more downloads about this intuitive drawing world that you are in. And as you receive more downloads about it, you can then recognize why it would have been inappropriate for you to have moved forward before you got those inspired thoughts, before you got the new ideas of how you want to present this and and all the different varieties of ways in which this can be accomplished, this connection through drawing. So just relax and know that everything is working out in regards to this line of work that you are uh, jumping into now, uh, full force, but it is not necessary for you to do anything uh, until you are ready to do something and you will know when you are ready because there will be no hesitation. There will be no second-guessing. So if we were you, we would be spending uh, more of your time 
doing things that excite you, doing things that you enjoy doing, and knowing that as you do them, you open yourself up then to receiving the downloads of how you will present yourself as a teacher. And exactly what you will teach, because there's more to be accessed there. Excellent. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, creators, we do have one more caller with a question, so I'm going to go to area code 727. Hello? Hello. Hi, who is this? Thank you. This is Carla. Carla, welcome. Hello, Carla. Hi there. So it's a pleasure to speak with you, creators. Yes. Um, um, You know, I've been um, debating on whether to take this trip next month or not. And um, wondering what your view is on on that. We say to you that it is not necessary for you to make any plans at this time as we can feel within you the resistance to doing it. So, don't take any steps forward and don't think about the trip until it is absolutely necessary for you to make a decision. And when it is absolutely necessary for you to make a decision one way or the other, just make the decision and do not second-guess that decision. Let that decision be the right decision for you. It is... mm, What you are doing is you are spending too many of your moments now thinking about the trip and, as you say, debating whether or not to go. And this is diminishing the experience of your now because you are not certain, because you are not on the trip right now, but you are thinking about the trip and you are thinking about all the different possibilities and so on. And we want you to say to yourself that you can put all that on the back burner for now. You can be more present with what is happening in your life and you can know that when it comes down to it, when the moment arrives when you must make a decision one way or another, you will just know. You will know which decision to make, you will make it, and then you will let it go. And everything will be fine either way, whether you go or not, you will be fine. But it is time to let go of the debate and it is time to start being more present with yourself, be present with what is happening, with where you are in the moment and know that everything else is going to be fine when it comes to this trip. So it is, again, 
our answer, our simple answer is to just relax and not make a big deal about whether you go or not. And as you do that, you don't feel the need to think about it as much. And then you are able to live your life in the present moment with what is happening. Sound good? Yeah. Yes, that was very helpful. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you, Carla. Thank you. Fabulous. Well, creators, I think we're done with our questions. I just want to thank you again for being so helpful and offering us perspectives that um, I know open me up to more. So, thank you. Yeah, thank you. It was very helpful. Yes. We tell you what you already know, but you seem to need to hear it from an outside source. So, (laughs) that is what we offer all of you, and we are happy to do that even though we are not so outside. Yes. Well, we look forward to the next time that we get to speak. Very good. We will give you back to Daniel now. (laughs) Wonderful. Thank you, Daniel. Hi. Hi. Hmm. So, That's do you have any memories? Oh yeah. Do you remember what we talked about? Your your mm-hmm. present. What does that feel like for you? Are you just it's like you've just stepped aside? Um. No, I feel like um. Like I'm holding a lot more energy in my body. Um. Especially in the upper half of my body, um, which is why I move around a lot when I channel. Um, my head and neck and arms and hands and, and there's even my torso sometimes is like making a figure eight, <laughs> making an infinity sign. Um, so there's there's just a lot of energy, and uh, sometimes I see things. Um, so like when I when I had Rachel on my show the last time, and uh, she was doing psychic readings for the callers and you know and I'm just observing her in her work I'm I'm thinking like you know it's very what she's doing and what I'm doing is very similar cuz she's uh seeing things and I'm seeing things but the interpretation like she's she's speaking what she's seeing uh Rachel saying what she's seeing, and with me, it's like uh, I don't know if I'm getting those images from the creators as they're speaking the words about the images, or um, you know, I'm sure it's like it's way more complex than I can figure out. But um, you know, it's it's just it's funny how all of us who do this type of work we're all really doing the same thing, but it's coming through in different ways. You know, even someone who's doing uh, an energy healing on someone else, you know, if you've ever gone to a Reiki and they they tell you after, oh, I was seeing all these things, you know, as I was working on you. Uh, But they're just 
using their hands, you know, and they're not speaking. Most of them aren't speaking at all during the session. So um, it's really uh, it's really similar to, I think, how everybody receives. But for whatever reason, my you know my way is to uh, also connect with this energy and um, and speak for it. <laughs> Wonderful. Interesting. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we really appreciate you channeling and coming on and sharing so much with us about Hawaii and what you do. It's always a pleasure, Daniel. I also wanted to say because, and thank you for that, it's a pleasure to be here. I also want to say, because we never got around to it, um, since we made the move to, since you guys are all about, um, you know, the... Uh, business and spirituality coming together thing. Um, since we moved to Hawaii, my my business has increased um, quite a bit. Very so, interesting. Um, yeah, by making the move to where we really wanted to be, uh, it's not because I'm doing uh, things here in Hawaii that I couldn't have done in Ojai. It's not like, I mean, I, I do have those, I have done those workshops in Maui, but but honestly, those workshops in Maui have been almost a wash financially because I have to fly over there, you know, and I'm like eating out all the time when I'm there. So it's like <laughs> um, I'm doing them because I want to go to Maui. But uh, but for the most part, it's like my my clientele is coming to me through the internet, and um, and we I work with people over the phone. So um, but. I think the fact that we're here, the fact that we're where we want to be is part of what's drawing through more of, uh, you know, more clients and more ideas are coming to me for things I can do. And, you know, um, Mm -hmm. so I do think that it's, you know, it's important to be where you want to be when it comes to your, your career, even if, you know, like I said, it's not like, I'm meeting clients here now in person or anything like that. That's really interesting and a great reminder. I've heard a lot of that in different ways. Like when when people get divorced, you know, because they're unhappy or they feel like they can't grow in that relationship anymore, automatically their business doubles. And, you know... <laughs> Lots of different incarnations of that idea of following what you your heart is really asking you for, and then mm. having that financial return. Like Megan, when you started being more creative, your business automatically grew. Absolutely, and just different changes I've made. Um, I I always say, and I learned it from you, Rachel, is that you you make room for the new and sometimes it's physically like cleaning out your house or cabinets or mm. you know all that and sometimes it's emotionally maybe getting rid of uh, a person who was bringing a lot of negativity in your life and when you truly let it go and wish it well you make room and so i think daniel made lots of room here <laughs> yeah good stuff. that's true yeah. yeah not only did you move you also sold all your stuff so yeah, and now we're moving again. So now it's mm-hmm. like I can anticipate even more, especially because there there are opportunities on Maui for more in-person stuff. 
Um, I haven't done any workshops on the Big Island, or, and mm-hmm. I've done three in Maui and one on Oahu. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So there's uh, there's more. There's definitely more um, coming too, which is exciting. That's wonderful. Great. Yeah. Well, we can't wait to hear all the stuff that's happening once you move. And it reminds me of something Kyle C. said as well. Like, we always focus on what we're giving up instead of imagining what could come in, you know? Yeah. Um, I like to remind myself of that when I'm worried about something. Just because if we're being called in a certain direction, it's normally for expansion, for growth, for more love, for, you know, more excitement. And so if we can if we can get over that human inclination to worry about what we're giving up, then we can really step into something remarkable. And, uh, yeah, for sure. Well, thanks again for being on, Daniel. Um, yeah. Anyone listening, you can go to danielscranton.com and sign up for his daily channelings for a, a private session or for a channeling class. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure we'll talk to you again very soon, Daniel. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, it's my pleasure. Thanks, Daniel. Yep, take care, girls. You too. (laughs) Fabulous. Megan, that was a great show. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah, Daniel's amazing. Amazing how he can just go into that channeling state, and it doesn't take too long, and, and so much came through. So that was really nice of him. So, and thanks to our callers for asking great questions. Yes, thank you, callers. Thank you, creators. What a wonderful vibe we got going on today. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right. Well, we have Sonia Shokat coming up this month on April 21st. That will be an amazing show. You won't want to miss it. And, um, yeah, we'll be back with you next week. And now I will play some announcements for you so you can get a feel for the other shows on the network and what we have going on. Thanks so much, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye. Hi, this is Karen Newman from the show About Oneness, and here's what's coming up on the week starting on Monday, February the 9th, until Sunday, February the 15th, on the Enlightenment Evolution Network 1 and 2. Simply put, Rob Gothier, founder of the EEN and the host of the show that started it all, the Enlightenment Evolution Hour has put together the greatest metaphysical radio network ever. Seven days a week, we have shows that will aid you on your path to enlightenment, evolution, and ascension. On EEN 1, Monday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, is Heart to Heart Talk Radio with your host, Daniel Scranton. Join Daniel and his featured guests discussing a wide variety of metaphysical topics. Daniel Channers, the creators, the Hathors, Ophelia the Fairy, the Archangel Michael, and the latest, the Unicorn Collective. Daniel and his guests will take phone calls and questions, and it's sure to generate high-frequency discussions. You can learn more about Daniel on his website, danielscranton.com, and also on Facebook. Go to the Events tab on Daniel's website to learn more about Daniel's upcoming events. Daniel's guest on Monday is Andy and Jonathan Goldman. They will be discussing the power of sound and the power of your voice. The Goldmans are facilitating World Sound Healing Day on February the 14th, and they'll discuss how you can be a part of it. 
On Tuesdays at noon Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, please join hosts Megan Crandelmeyer and Rachel Archelaus for Radio Inspiration, Expression, and Abundance for their show, Soulfulpreneur. Spiritual business specialists Rachel and Megan will bring you inspiring conversations with people who are living their sole purpose. Frequent guests include psychic mediums, channelers, coaches, artists, and authors. They end every show with psychic readings and business coaching. Your questions about your spiritual business or life purpose journey are welcome. Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, is the show that started it all, the Enlightenment Evolution Hour with host Rob Gothier. Rob channels treble on the first Wednesday of each month and will take callers' questions. And on the third Wednesday, we'll have special guests such as guest channelers and other metaphysical teachers. The other two Wednesdays are freestyle call-in shows to discuss whatever callers have in their mind. Tune in to Rob on Wednesday nights, and you can also find him at trebchanneling.com and on Facebook at the Enlightenment Evolution Network group page. Rob has two special announcements. On April 3rd to 5th, 2015, spend three days with Treb and Aradif in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina during the lunar eclipse. This is a three-day workshop on channeling. Only 30 spots are available. And then on September 19th, TrebChanneling.com presents the Channel Panel, Awakening from Within. Channelers include Lee Harris, Sean Swanson, Daniel Scranton, Nora Harold, Wendy Kennedy, Brad Johnson, Sean Randall, and Rob Gothier. This incredible live event is available in person and also on live stream. The cost of admission is $120 per day or $200 for both days. And on live stream, $50 per day or $100 for both. Go to TrebChanneling.com to purchase a ticket. Rob's guest on Wednesday night is the Reverend Robert Short of Cornwell, Arizona. He is a spiritual counselor and what some refer to as a UFO contactee and channel. His work began in 1952 when he was led by his extraterrestrial sources to Giant Rock, California and the home of the famed UFO contactee George Ventassel. Since then, Robert and his family have all undergone UFO second, third, and fourth type of encounters. Thursday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Join host Philip Malika with the Consciousness Evolution Hour. Join Philip and his special guests and co-hosts as they discuss the shift, ascension, timelines, metaphysical concepts, and the fifth dimension. Find Philip at the Consciousness Evolution 2.0 group on Facebook and also on YouTube. On Fridays, The Earth Experience with Kalina Angel, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. The Earth Experience explores our soul's expansion through our human experiences on Earth. Kalina will help you navigate and expand through the exciting confusions that we are manifesting as new 5D beings. Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Victoria Vivas Kuong hosts Earth Sky People Radio, living in harmony with Mother Earth and awakening to an intergalactic society, bringing to you greater awareness regarding starseeds and extraterrestrial life, living in harmony with one another and with Mother Earth and with life beyond the Earth, the transformative power of music, frequency, and sound, shamanism, ancestral wisdom, and the star nations, intentional communities, self-sustainable and regenerative living, and the interstellar alliance or planet Earth becoming part of an intergalactic society, and much, much more. See all the details at victoriavivez.com forward slash radio. On February 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific, the third international chanting for peace and laughter worldwide celebration with Victoria Vivas Kuong and guests Rob Gothier, Dwayne Hartman, Brad Johnson, Joy Miller, Kalina Angel, Goddess Gloria, New Earth Music with Misha Worldwind, 
New Earth Tether with Gina Catoli, and many more are thrilled to be leading us in a session of sound healing, dance, and laughter. It's a free event for you to have fun while raising our collective frequency and contributing to the peace of the world. Go to victoriavivez.com forward slash peace and the number three. On Sundays, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, is my show about oneness. About Oneness is a radio program focused on celebrating the ongoing conscious awakening of our planet and a realization of oneness. The show for me is about integrating all of my experiences and following my highest excitement, which is tapping into the truth of the universe. If you would like to learn more about me, my upcoming guests, as well as see many videos of channeling teachings, you can go to aboutoneness.com. My show on the 15th of February will be a re-airing of my interview with my mentor and my spiritual mother, Caroline Hart. On EEN Network 2, on Saturday evenings, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific, the Pied Piper and Texas Rebel hosting the show, Disclosure Now. Disclosure Now is the On the Edge of Our Seats show that covers all topics of disclosure, from the world's most famous and obscure UFO cases to cryptozoology, conspiracies, and all things that go bump in the night. Pied Piper started his journey in Michigan in 1993 as a preteen seeing Bigfoot and never can get enough in the investigating of all things paranormal. Texas Rebel is a wild Texas man who loves the same journey and has studied these same things for years. Join them as they cover all things in the human experience that just cannot be answered by anyone. And remember, you never have to miss any show on the Enlightenment Evolution Network 1 or 2. All shows are ready to listen to again immediately after they air on Blog Talk Radio on playback. Or you can go to the Enlightenment Evolution Network YouTube page. Namaste and back to the show. <laughs> 